Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, Alice. Hey. Are you ready? Merry Christmas, by the way. Oh, that's right. That's right. As Serbian people say, peace from God, Christ is born. Merry Christmas. And then Christmas. you say, indeed, he's born. Okay. <laughs> you don't do... I'll do my part later. <laughs> okay. Tell me what to say, lady. <laughs> we didn't celebrate Serbian mothers and fathers and children's day, though, oh, this yeah. year. Oh, yeah. That one I like. That's nice and... Uh... <laughs> Slavic. Slavic, yeah. I feel like I should be smoking filled with a yeah, cigarette. So for, those are the three Sundays of Advent leading up to Christmas for Serbs. Okay. Our Children's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day. And they are, um, for Serbian Mother's Day, you tie up your mom until she gives you presents. <sighs> <laughs> and like the same for the other ones. So Perfectly fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Um, okay, so where do we start? We start, was that today that you that you emailed that picture out? So we talked last week about this girl, Isabella, something, something. I forgot her last name. But she's a conservative, and she did the thing where she's cooking, and she and her big, shapely bosom was, like, the focus of the cooking. Right. Or, or white, oh, and tight, this one was, like, winkier, too. Well, there was a tight of. white T-shirt. This one, she, she did another one where she cooked a, a tart, and she's cute. and cute. It, It's like this is all easy, cute girl stuff that guys all like, right? It's it, mm-hmm. it's really low hanging for guys, but it, <laughs> but anyway, right? So, she's like winking and blowing kisses, basically. Yes, and this one she wore a black like sweater or whatever, so less mm-hmm. curvy, but still, you know, she's very kind it's of still there. Yeah. Yes. So so this one she she shows the tart, but since she did it in a saucy way, Alice couldn't stand it. It's not that I can't. Yes, you can. You couldn't stand it. And then believe me, it reminds me of the old Chris Rock. Uh, Do you consider her a baking influencer? She reminds me of the old Chris Rock um, person mm-hmm. uh, um, bit about women having to compete with each other. And that was involving, this is from the early 90s. The guys who know Chris Rock will know what this is. Um, but he was, for that, that involved sex. But, but, but anyway, but so 
so it is really funny that that you actually have felt competitive, and so you type you send out a picture of yourself with cleavage, which of course I like. I don't remember the original time I, I peeped through that, but of course, obviously I'm immature, and I'm and I think you're really pretty. So I'm I was like all for it, and I just thought like how wonderful that women are so nuts. <laughs> I'm still the dying of COVID, by the beautiful, way. Beautiful, crazy. Why my laugh turns into hacking. That, like, pop. one, she's literally in Washington, <laughs> D.C., doing something that I think it was cute and funny, sexy, whatever. But it really took a nanosecond of my day. You know, today was about to And you have to. <laughs> you not have to why. A, a, a conduct a retaliatory no, I'm strike making back. Making a rhetorical <clears throat> point about. No, you got about your. About the way people use things on the internet. And right, that, you could do that without your cleavage. You got your the, cleavage no, out I'm there making, too. Alice. You put my you, cleavage uh, you, you out there. To, you put that tweet out there. I was yeah, making a point I hadn't about. I remembered that. Yeah, but you tweeted it out. That no, was, but you captured the tweet and then. Right. right, I was pointing out to you that that was not just an innocent picture of you watching The Sopranos. <clears throat> well, and then her baking video the way, is as much I, a baking. I believe, video. regardless of what I was doing with The Sopranos, that picture was taken by you. Yeah, because you were taking ugly pictures of me. Not even to tweet, but I just... You were probably having a good cleavage day, and I wanted to... I took the picture for you. Yeah, okay. It's taken with your phone. You can see my phone in the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, the other kids doing him. So So either either way. I think I just took your phone from you and took a cute picture so you would have it, and then you tweeted it out like a lunatic. I love women... Oh, please, you knew I was going to tweet, but (laughs) this is why I love women, is because you're probably not the only one. I guarantee you the other women have also... Shot back. And you're not insecure, really, compared to many people I've known in my life. But you're insecure enough. So I and I, so well, I, and I, like I know, it. like, and where my boundaries are, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I have limits, as we learned yeah, about yeah. the Mrs. Claus outfit. Oh, yeah. And that's unfortunate. But we did learn. I all do. of us, you, you disappointed all of us with that. I know. I have limits and boundaries. Um, and they do not, you know, I'll do what I feel like doing. But I'm not... Um, but I, but I like that, you know. Didn't I, I told you that when I dated? Uh, but like I told you, I don't even like wear a bikini normally. Right. But so, but but many years, twenty years ago, back when I was working at Intercom, I the first time, the first time, right? Um, I um, my girlfriend then was she was like she was showing interest in her ex, like going back to her ex, so. Mm-hmm. So I created online a fake woman, and the little pictures of this woman who was out of the blue. I concocted a story. It said that the Johnsonville Bratz people had been in, mm-hmm. and their sales sales rep. And this is true. Sales rep had said hi to me and was very flirty with me. Now the Johnsonville Bratz people had been in to see at the Entercom WEI RKO sales team, but. All this woman did, and she was pretty, is say hi to me. She actually did not flirt with me. But so I thought to myself, okay, I need to create competition, so I need to create. So I dropped, when that happened, I told this ex, or this, this girl from Johnsonville Bratz, and she was very, whatever, very flirty. Not true. But I tried, I, I had to create a fake woman in order to scare her back to me, my girlfriend. So she had to see that there was competition. You need so much therapy. Yeah. No, <laughs> believe me, at the time, at the time, my girlfriend's friend actually said to her, is there a chance that this could all be Tom making it up? And my girlfriend said, there's no way he'd be that, that insane. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was just, I just protecting what I, my relationship. 
So mm-hmm. it, it was obviously a toxic, not good relationship. But I knew also that she sneakily was checking my email to this so I could <laughs> create communications. And I knew that she'd organically find them. And she did. And, I, and this girl, this is this is where the, it really gets good. This woman, I was finding like pictures from the who's that, it's that picture website that's that that's where everybody used to upload their pictures twenty years ago, like Shutterfly or something. I don't know. What okay, it was. yeah. But but anyway, so I or found like... I found the person that I was going to use, and she was a little better physically in every way than my current girlfriend was. It's just a level of manipulation. So she had like a washboard stomach, and I knew that would kill that girlfriend. Was it actually the same girl, or was this just a random person that you used her photos from the internet? Random person. I No, I actually used a few different... Like this one girl, I think, was from South Africa. Who, who, who the one, This person. That's like truly insane. Well, yeah, but I had to create. <laughs> had to is a funny word. Well, right, and it worked. And I could tell she was seeing this stuff, and she came because she thought that I was being poached. It is an amazingly crazy thing to do. Well, it's not crazy. You do what all you can with psyops, and I needed to create competition to scare her back into my arms, mm-hmm. and it worked. And it worked like shockingly in in ways I won't even get into because if people are <clears throat> so, it's just so funny that like in, in that this stuff like really women are are just. They're kind of just natural predators. Intrasexual competition, that is yeah. called. Yeah, oh, okay. So so anyway, that's what I did. And the good thing was I was the front desk receptionist. I had all the time in the world. Nobody <laughs> nobody knew at the time that the little too old front desk receptionist was psychotic and doing this. But, uh, but I, I had- Sorry I was, about my rasping cough. But I was, I, but so I was terrible. But I was desperate, so <clears throat> I had to do it. So now- and, and so when you did this, when you responded to her, I thought, isn't that funny? Because <coughs> obviously, like, you're actually fair and intelligent, and I am winning in this relationship, you know, because <laughs> you have me. I was just making a point about right. how people use women's looks to try and engagement farm on the internet. Yeah, but there's nothing that she did was wrong. You were more catty than that. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that that's... I said it's just fine. It's not a, just not a cooking video. So now that's the fine. Other, here's another example, a mm-hmm. live example I saw today at the grocer's freezer of how people work with each other. And then, the, then there's going to be one more example that was even more amazing because it's <clears throat> go at the grocer's freezer. There's a guy cashier. Mm-hmm. No, no, girl cashier, guy bagger. Okay. I'm waiting in line. He's talking to her. Mm-hmm. Like all about oh yeah so you have a Ford Acura I'm sorry you have a Honda Acura whatever an Acura is and Toyota Acura whatever it is and you have this is well so, so, Acura whatever mm-hmm. uh, whatever he says an IKEA I don't know what's a Kia IKEA I don't he says you have anyway he's telling her <coughs> the cashier there's no way her, his her car could make it up his hill in this snow because um, her car's not good enough it only has two wheel drive mm-hmm. meanwhile his car he said would have no problem with that he said but your car even if you were out in 95 right now um, you'd have no chance right now you'd be doing do-. and he's obviously first of all I wanted I was angry at him because I, like, I'm like you're you're engaging her fully right here Where I need you to put stuff in the bag but it's fine <clears throat> so but it was obvious to me that he had a crush on her Right, and he went the route. So of, he's doing the like, well, little lady, let me tell you, totally. my car, yes, can make it up any hill in this. Yes, yeah. And so, I thought to myself, like, when I was single and young, 
That is precisely a, a pathetic thing that maybe I would have tried. I wouldn't have that's used why, cars. That's why it annoyed you. <clears throat> yeah, probably. Probably. <clears throat> but then I thought about it. <clears throat> so that was his in, because he didn't know how to be or what to be. So his in is to kind of sh- display his alpha maleness and his cleverness and know-how and toughness through his car and by denigrating her car. Mm-hmm. So she didn't ask for any of this, but still... That was happening. And I thought, it's interesting. That approach, she could probably, and you would probably, and I think most women would probably be able to identify, oh, I see what he's doing. Mm Because I didn't ask to talk about cars. I didn't ask to talk about anything. I just stood here, and now he's trying to (laughs) leverage me through cars. So I have a question. If you hear that and recognize it, is that game over? No. Okay, so you expect there to be something stupid coming out of these guys' mouths. Yeah. And you're going to indulge it despite themselves. I think you've asked me that before in relation to like things guys have said to me. And you were like, you bought that? And I'm like, well, no, but I just assume all guys say stupid stuff. So right. it's like sort of the bar is low. Right. Oh, well, just tell people the thing. <laughs> oh, please tell them the things no. that your guy, your guy said. It's so freaking. Tell them. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I one time knew a guy. He said that he had to register his hands as a deadly weapon, which oh, is Still hooked up. That is so unforgivable. (laughs) You encourage that behavior. You positively reinforce. That's what I'm saying. Is all guys are saying stupid stuff like this? There would be like no procreation of the human species if women said game over when guys say idiotic. That person should not be procreating. (laughs) If you say something that terrible, you should not be procreating. Well, I didn't procreate with him, but I'm saying if every time guys said terrible, transparently (coughs) idiotic things, if women said game over, then like, then there wouldn't be, and nobody would have kids. No, you should have to, there needs to be a level. Guys are terrible. Yeah, but I lied about everything. I know. With you. Yeah. Everything was a lie because I had to. Some of your stuff I didn't see there because some of it was original. Well, I had to pad my resume. Right. And that's what you should expect. You should expect somebody to have the respect for you enough to at least lie. <laughs> so, you know, I gave you all sorts of reasons to get over the fact that you were inappropriately too young for me and smart. Like, I gave you all the stuff there. I didn't give you, I have to register my hands as weapons. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> I gave you all good good stuff. <laughs> well, like, you claimed that... <clears throat> You go camping. Right. And, there you go. And like hunting in Vermont. You said that. Exactly. <laughs> I respected you enough to lie to you. And that's what, this is my advice to ladies out there. Mm-hmm. He should lie to you. And not about his hands being weapons. <laughs> okay. He took martial arts. <clears throat> <laughs> no man should ever be rewarded for saying that. You know, he probably kept on saying that after that. Like, wow, this is gold. This is gold. He probably kept on saying it after that. And some girl told another guy, and the other guy shot him in the head. <laughs> Congratulations, Dallas. Good. You got him killed. Alice and I have COVID, by the way. Okay, so now the, now the big one. Listen to this. This is another real interaction I had yesterday. <laughs> okay. Saturday mornings are hectic for us. We had to be up very early to bring our son to uh, basketball, mm-hmm. our little guy. He's around six. True or false? Uh, true. And then we have. He a th- was very angry because 
he feels that it's unfair that while he's playing basketball, his brother gets to right. hang out with his friends. So anyway, like enraged okay, by that. Okay, I'm just mentioning it. I know, but I, I'm telling a story here that I. Okay. I well, so, you started with the basketball. So here's the thing: we've got to go to basketball. We've got to get up there. We've got to get coffees. Um, I, I had to. I need to get gas in the car. This and that, and this and that. We have a hundred thousand things to do. We're still working on the ceiling. We both have COVID. We're trying to clean the house. Trying to get ready for the snowstorm that we know is going to come, which means that I had to go back to the city yard a couple times and steal some rock salt from them. Uh, <clears throat> I had to get rid of some garbage, industrial garbage that we were using, which I have to sleuth around to do. I've got all sorts of moving parts. Every second counts, and I want to see my son playing basketball. So I drop you guys off for basketball, and I drive down the street to Dunkin' Donuts. This is Dunkin' Donuts in Blueberry Port. Now, there is... Hardly anybody there. There's me and there's one car in front of me. The one car in front of me, the woman in the car, I can see her, looks a little bit like, go to our direct messages on Twitter, please. I sent you a picture. I'll take a look. The woman looks a little bit like Kimberly Strassel. Now, she's not, but I like Kimberly Strassel's look. She's got kind of a wise acre look about her. I don't see it in our DMs. <clears throat> in Twitter DMs it is. Or, or just look, find a picture of Kimberly Strassel. Okay. So she's ahead of me, one car ahead of me. She orders a sandwich and then some kind of uh, f- um, coffee, whatever. And I'm like, I didn't need her to order the sandwich. It sounds like that they're lower, low staffed at this place. You know, I didn't, I wasn't crazy about her ordering the sandwich. That's fine. And then she pulls up to the window, and I'm like, I'm finding some trash to throw out in the trash thing. That was one good thing. Is that a little time next to the trash thing, and that wasn't full. Kimberly Strassel, you got her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, um, so she then pulls up to the window and doing the trash thing, and she starts talking to the person inside, smiling, this and that, and with a Kimberly Strassel smile. And I'm like, I don't need this. I can imagine what she's saying. I can imagine she's saying, "Oh, you have to work like the 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 day after New Year's or whatever, whatever it was." Um, oh, it's, it stinks to be out here. I know that you guys are so slammed. It's so I, I can see her bonding with this woman. With the cashier, and I'm like, "Don't enough bonding, enough bonding. I gotta process out of here and get the freaking out of here." And I'm getting angry, angry, and I can see her, and I see her at one point, Alice, while she's talking, actually looks in the rearview mirror at me, and she smiles. Well, I'm like to appease you. I don't know what it is, but it did not make me feel happy. And I'm like, freaking, why are you having a social experience with the cashier in there? Freaking go, go, go. Because I have more units of things to do. I've got to go back to the city yard. I've got to get stuff. I've got to get piles of rocks off. I've got to get ready. I've got to get the shovels. I get, like, freaking, please, freaking go. Just go. Right. But her little talk continues. And then she drives off. And then I drive up to the window. I don't. I don't even know. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm giving us as much energy as as possible to say, like I don't. Whatever you had with her, we don't have. But this is just. <laughs> I need one iced coffee, black, and one hot coffee. And I already had gone to the the Shaw's to get the sweetener and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it was already every part of this was planned. I just want to get back to the to the to the game. Yep. The woman, the cashier, hands me my coffee and then says something to me. Meanwhile, I'm already like, don't, I want to be processed out of here. <clears throat> now, Alice, you will find next to you a guitar. 
Yes. Stuck on the neck of the guitar is an envelope. Open the envelope, please. This is what this cashier says to me. <laughs> Alice is opening the envelope as we speak. This is happening. <laughs> kindly remove the piece of paper from the envelope. Okay. And kindly read it. This is what the cashier says to me. The woman before you paid for yours. She said, Happy New Year. Right? Mm-hmm. Like a thousand miles per hour, I'm the, now the biggest a-hole in the world. I now wanted to chase them down and say thank you. So now, were, did you have, were you supposed to then pay for the person after yours and like start a chain? Well, I was so blown away because this was like, you know, a fastball coming in and suddenly Manny Ramirez hits it out. So I'm going 150 miles per hour one way and suddenly I'm going 150 miles per hour the other way. Totally blown away. I was totally charmed by the whole thing. I was touched by the whole thing. I didn't see it coming. I was I had a nice good hate momentum going into mm -hmm. it and it this woman just iced me. Totally. Totally wow. with her cute Kimberly Strassel smile, which before I would have said bitchy Kimberly Strassel smile if I if she if it went the way I was going thought it was going. But no. It was utterly charming. She was a, a she's a wonderful person. <clears throat> it made May Day. I've had it bottled up since. Wow. But it's one of those things you never know in life. You be you may You're be getting so ready to be mad. I'm getting so ready to be mad. I'm like, oh, I've got this woman tried and convicted. I know. I bet you what she, I bet you don't even know what she's talking about. I bet you I can do her voice right now better than so full of hate. So full of <laughs> anger. And she pulls this thing happy. You know, if you're looking at me from the car behind you, I've got a beard, I'm fat, it's not a great car. I'm giving off hate energy. This woman is utterly was utterly charming. So if you're Miss uh, Dunkin' Donuts, thank you. That was very nice. So you know what I did? You paid for the person behind you. No, there was no person behind me. Oh. I tipped the cashier ten bucks. Wow. Yes. It was all happy. All happy things happened. So, so you nice. never know. You never know. How was your envelope experience? It was great. It was exciting. I I like that. I think we should do more live unboxings of Things oh, people have said to you on our that's a on great our idea. stream. That's a great idea. Okay, Alice, um, we're going to have to get to some issues here. So let's start with let's start with the fact that the Secretary we of Defense we haven't had a Secretary of Defense. The Secretary of Defense is a wall. <laughs> He's not there. This is amazing. This is like historic. If you're not used to following politics or administrations, this is historic. This dude is gone. The Secretary of Defense was gone. He got went to get some kind of procedure done at a hospital and then stayed there. <laughs> he was in the ICU. Yeah, he was in the ICU for days. And what's crazy is not necessarily... I mean, I would understand why there might be reasons you might want to keep it from the public, potentially. But the president and the Secretary of State and even the person who was filling in for him and assuming his responsibilities did not know he was in the ICU. No, it, to the point where the actual, <laughs> real, even mainstream media is like, what the freak? Because a lot of them feel like this is a disservice, an insult to them. You Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right. No, because they've got reporters at the Pentagon, and they're like, what? There are new questions tonight about why Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's hospitalization was kept secret from the public, and as we're learning tonight, <laughs> secret from the president for several days as well. It comes amid new details that Austin was not only hospitalized this week, but was in the ICU. Ali Rafa has the very latest. Tonight, a U.S. official confirms to NBC News that the Pentagon did not inform senior officials in the White House's National Security Council for three days that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin had been hospitalized at Walter Reed Medical Center on New Year's Day. The news not shared with the American public until Friday, when the Pentagon announced that Austin was hospitalized for complications following a recent elective medical procedure. And NBC News has learned the 70-year-old Austin not just hospitalized, but also in the intensive care unit for at least four days, according to two senior administration officials. Asked why his stay wasn't disclosed sooner, a Pentagon spokesperson tells NBC News, this has been an evolving situation in which we had to consider a number of factors. Adding Secretary Austin is recovering well and he resumed his full duties. The Pentagon declining to explain what Austin's procedure was and what complications occurred. The lack of information strongly criticized. The presidents have issues, the other cabinet members have issues, the public is notified. So there's no real justification. It's unacceptable. So this is weird. This is a weird story. It gets worse than this Mm -hmm. because supposedly his deputy or he put somebody in charge the number two what's her name kathleen hicks the deputy um you know secretary of defense she partially assumed some of his duties from january 1 to january 5 but she still didn't realize he was in the hospital they just asked her sometimes they routinely like if somebody's not going to be available like if he's doing something where he can't be available they told people he was working from home this week and his staff all told people he was working from home this week and we're like oh kathleen hicks can you just assume some of his duties this week and she's like yeah sure i mean i'm in puerto rico on vacation (laughs) but she apparently like answered some emails or something and whatever critical things came up but they kept it from other Pentagon officials, they kept it from Congress, they kept it from Secretary Blinken, they kept it from President Biden, they kept it from the National Security Council. That is freaking wild. That is absolute Imagine if, like, a country nuked us and they had to, like, consult with the Pentagon, like, and you're wasting precious minutes while there's some, like, like, ICBM coming towards us where they're trying to figure out where the Secretary of Defense is. It's absolutely nuts that, like, the Secretary of Defense just didn't tell the rest of the people where he was for a week yeah because to be clear he went into the icu on monday january 1st and nobody told the president until thursday he talked to the president apparently saturday about it and they had like a warm or a cordial conversation which is the way it's being characterized by sources i don't want to hear that 
No, the guy should be in huge trouble. I don't care how great you think he is, but it's just crazy. And then like Politico does this stuff. Um, so they say the folks we talked to leaned into Occam's razor as an explanation for how this happened. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is an intensely private man, a 70 year old four star general who's set in his ways and dislikes to bother people with his problems. Oh, a tough well, you're fired. upper lip bearing that will be familiar to those of us who grew up in military families, they say. Uh the people we spoke to see this as a lapse in judgment on Austin's part and not a nefarious conspiracy. He's just too tough. He has too much of a stiff upper lip. He didn't want to bother anybody saying that he was in the hospital. Like, what kind of weird irresponsibility is that? Do we not have, like, a chain of command? Right. So insane. Well, well do we think, then, that that was the... Like, you've been seeing people say, if, if they well, could do that about him, then what would they do about Biden? Well, right. Yeah. What would they do about Biden? It also, I've seen some people questioning whether the military is like really under civilian control anymore. Because if you remember when they appointed Austin or when they appoint a lot of these people, when we put in generals um, as secretary of defense, they're not technically spo- we're not supposed to have like military people as secretary of defense, like without a certain buffer of time from when they served, because we're supposed to have civilian control of the military. It's not supposed to be like... Right. Self I, and I can't believe I hadn't thought of that. So, but some people were saying, like, does this mean that we like where is actually the civilian control of the military and who's in charge over there? Because we're doing actual like pretty serious military operations right now against the Houthis who are stopping ships from literally going through yep. the Red Sea right now. You know, we're we're conducting a bunch <clears throat> of serious military operations at the moment. We have bases that are being attacked, all kinds of stuff. And the idea, I mean, like. That's without even getting into the, like, what-ifs of the big scenarios, right? Well, right. But, like, who's actually currently in charge of the military? Is it just the military in charge of the military? Because that's not what's supposed to be. We're supposed to have a civilian Department of Defense, actually. Uh, yes, of course. I mean, forget Congress. Congress abdicated responsibility to, like, declare war and stuff ages ago. They're not really checked into any military issues, although they obviously should be. But it is kind of incredible that... You know, that like the first in command is in the ICU. The second in command is on vacation in Puerto Rico. And like the president doesn't even know. Nobody in the White House knows. They just let him know on Thursday sometime when the secretary of defense had already been MIA for four days. It's me. It's I mean, amazing. it's so bad that even the mainstream press has to do it. And it's so funny because you see even people who are like huge never Trumpers like Tom Nichols wrote in The Atlantic that this is like really bad and worrisome about the Biden administration. And because of all his followers are big, like crazy blue wave anti-Trumpers, they're all like, don't we have bigger issues? We're trying to save democracy. Why does this matter? Blah, blah, blah. But the fact that those people are calling it out tells you how bad it is. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. And the fact that there's no, they have no, I mean, what if he died there? Right. When would they let the president know that the secretary of defense was dead? Um, Before we, it's amazing. He's still in the hospital, by the way. Yeah, he's still in the hospital without a date that he's going to be out. Wow. What a time. All right, what a time. Okay, um, I want to get back to um, some of the Claudians' gay fallout, meanwhile. Because oh, this is also amazing. Yes, this is the discussion on DEI, on the Chris Wallace show. 
Um, and it includes two these these one person's from the New York Times with these women, mm-hmm. and one person is from I forgot who the other person is. Most people feel like we live in a meritocracy. When in a lot of cases we live in a meritocracy, you hire people like you, you, and you see that all over the place. And so people don't quite know where they are, and it's a very it's very easy to attack. Uh, Raihan has, in effect, the country moved on from the so-called racial reckoning we were all talking about after the murder of George Floyd. I think there is a broad sense that that racial reckoning involved smuggling certain really contentious ideological mm-hmm. ideas that weren't ultimately about diversity, but rather were about imposing ideological uniformity. When you're looking at DEI bureaucracies, what really is noxious about them is that they actually don't respect all sorts of diversity, including viewpoint diversity, including the fact that, look, in some... One of the two female panelists who look exactly how you think just rolled their eyes. ...cases, mm-hmm. you have groups that are overrepresented, and that can be okay. You know, the point that J.D. Vance was making about the Dallas Mavericks is that it can be good and healthy and reasonable in some domains to have overrepresentation. can also be... Said. Well, you can say it's ridiculous. You can make that assertion, but fundamentally the fact that, you know... I am one second-generation Asian American. These women are pissed off. They are ticked off. And you can tell that they're angry. They are not keeping it together. On a panel of four. I am massively, massively overrepresented. But I think it's reasonable to say that you're going to judge people based on their merits. And when you're looking at organizations that count that matter, high-performance organizations. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. This is the burden, and I can't tell you how infuriating I find it. No, you can't. You're showing us how infuriating you find it. We can see. This is the burden that always... This is Lulu Garcia Navarro, New York Times journalist and podcast host. Always comes with representation. The idea is that because you are a person of color, suddenly um, it is... You are only there because it is some noblesse oblige. It is because some white guilt put you there because there was some DEI initiative. And you can't win either either way you look at it. I mean, what infuriates me is you look at the whole Claudine Gay thing and, and everyone's talking about DEI. This woman cannot win or lose either. She, uh, if she is there. I'm happy to talk about no, Claudine let me finish. Gay. Let, let me let me let me finish. If she's there. She interrupted him. Remember, she stole the ball from him. Right. Now she's demanding he let her finish because she's ticked off and entitled to the floor. After she paused and he started to <laughs> respond, too. It's because of DEI, that they put her there because she's black. If she loses and they kick her out, it's because she actually was never good enough to be there in the beginning. And she was, you can't win. Well, you, you, she can't win. She can win, but she didn't win because she's a fraud. Claudine Gay is a fraud. She took advantage of the goodwill of other people. She is a fraud. They hired her. They were happy to put out a huge email saying, uh, announcement that we have the first historic black candidate. And now they're saying, you can't say that you hired her because she was black. Well, yeah, you can. In this situation. <laughs> and, it is, and it is infuriating I, I as get, a person get, of color the, to constantly have this cudgel put on our I get on the argument you, you can't win, but you also can't have it both ways. You can't celebrate and tout that someone was hired, and it's a wonderful thing to... Ex- Jonah Goldberg, mm-hmm. who I love. ...fan diversity, and Harvard went full tilt talking about how great it was to hire the first black woman, and then say all of a sudden... The first when black she's person. It wasn't even the okay. first black woman. It was okay. the first black person. I don't care. The point is, is that she got caught... Ob- you should be known here that both uh, the, the Jonah Goldberg and the other man, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan. Are, have kept their composure. 
both women are hysterical. This is not a good look. <laughs> this is not a good look. Obviously plagiarizing. And that is the, those are the facts that, you know, there's this massive This was an piece. ideological, Absolutely. very well-funded. The, the motives and, of the attack and, don't and, change the fact that you right, plagiarized. John. And, and where I disagree oh, with you, Kara, is when you said- You hear that? Oh, mm -hmm. come on. No, it's Chris Rufo. Some jerk did it. Yeah, he is. So, so you're right. Yeah, he's a partisan. He's an activist. He may be an a-hole. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, she's busted. And right. just because the person who busted you is somebody, like Jonah's saying, somebody who you hate and you hate his agenda, doesn't matter. She's busted. And head's got to roll. It's incredible. When somebody we, fails who's white and, and who's mean, a man, let me finish. Like when someone fails, when, wait, wait. yes, when someone, nobody, in fact, there's books written about this. She, like he just said, the president of Stanford, white, whacked. The other lady, Penn, also white, whacked. Mm -hmm. Fail and then come back. Um, you know, look pivot. look at pivot. Exactly, pivot. pivot. Nice way to get in your Thank podcast. You. <laughs> um, you know, pivot. And then when a person of color fails, all of a sudden it's an indictment of an entire system that the right doesn't This is like. so yeah. ridiculous. She was a graduate of Exeter and Stanford with a PhD from Harvard. And you know she, why? Second you generation, so second generation Haitian American who came from a family that dominated the country. This is not a good look for women. The fact that they're yeah. so emotionally attached to this lady. Right. You, you gotta, you know, don't, don't, these are intellectuals. These are not supposed to be emotional like the view, but they are the view. Mm -hmm. And it's not just these two women who are like that. The other woman, I think, is Kara Swisher, by oh, yeah. the way. Um, but it's not just these two women. The whole media, for whatever reason, has lost their minds over this Claudine Gay thing. Have you been following the Business Insider? kerfuffle with bill ackman oh yes 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 so business insider that of course we know for their like <sighs> hack job reporting on portnoy as well they like right. make this their mo <clears throat> they sent the other day to him and his wife who has zero relation to any of this story aside from the fact that she's bill ackman's wife right <clears throat> um you know she did her thesis at mit in like architecture design or whatever and she runs a startup on her own like she's won design awards and other stuff like on her own merits but she's she has been a professor but she's in the private sector now currently anyway they went through her thesis which is like 350 pages long her thesis and which is like about materials <coughs> design or something yeah. and they went through it and did all this searching and dredging up and they claim there's all these instances of plagiarism in her thesis mm -hmm. It's not clear that that's the case. The, but mostly it doesn't matter. It's complicated because they're claiming that she cited Wikipedia, that she copied things off Wikipedia. But it's not clear that that actually happened because it seems that what may have happened was she was citing books and that the people who made the Wikipedia articles also were pulling language from those books and not citing them on wikipedia but the books are obviously hard copy they're not internet searchable <laughs> although some books are on google books and people have already found other references for the things that were on well wikipedia. right but, the... but so it's difficult for her to prove they sent her a seven thousand word email an hour and a half before no. they published the story telling her that that was like her time to respond and listing these examples of what they feel is plagiarism. Maybe it is plagiarism. I don't know. She right. may have to go in and make 
correction, add some quotation marks into her thesis. I don't know. It also doesn't freaking matter. She hasn't been involved in the Claudine Gay thing in any way, other than the fact that she's married to somebody who's been talking about the Claudine Gay well, stuff. Well, and, and by the and way, it, people plagiarize all over the place. You're just not allowed to do it at Harvard as a president. You know, <clears throat> well, I mean, this is an academic matter. thesis, so it is, and she has been a professor. Like, I do think that, like, plagiarism is plagiarism. If that's what it is and it has to be corrected, then fine. Sure. You know, but it is interesting because it's clearly, and now Business Insider has admitted this. Their parent company has said they're going to go into and investigate internally what the editorial processes were that led to this story because they're saying they can't the brass at the company can't justify the fact that they went after her right a civilian right like i mean she's a very wealthy and public civilian i'm not trying it's not like boohoo for her necessarily but like it could potentially be newsworthy but the fact that they're doing it right now does seem so weird and retaliatory with like no real public interest in knowing what Bill Ackman's wife's thesis is about, right? Like, there's no question here. This is not something that's like been in the news. Is her company or whatever? But so they're not even defending the editorial processes that led to them t- targeting her specifically. They're still claiming the facts in the story are correct. We'll see. It hasn't really had time to shake out yet to see who's right here in terms of the actual merits. The Claudine Gay thing. It did take a few weeks for Harvard to internally investigate the plagiarism allegations and they got rid of her because of the plagiarism allegations. Anyway, so that being said, Bill Ackman is apparently like the ultimate wife guy because he has now vowed to burn Business Insider and MIT to the ground because he has, through his sources, decided that their source is somebody at MIT Oh, that's fantastic. That's so fantastic. So he has now said he's putting unlimited funding and <laughs> power into the effort to comb through the academic works of everybody in the MIT brass. Beautiful. And everybody at Business Insider and to go after all their credentials and look for missing quotation marks in all of their academic works. To which I say, bring it on. Here we go. Let's do the Gawker Absolutely. fight again. And yeah, yes. like let's let's finish this uh, this mm-hmm. round table. Concrete industry right, in right. Haiti. She was not the wretched of the earth. She was someone who should no. be judged on her merits wait, and I'm her sorry, chief qualification. Absolutely not. But she was selected because she established the Office of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging at Harvard. She presided over a steep decline in the free speech climate. And she also targeted minority professors who dissented from her perspective. That was a problem. She was a person with ideas. Not yeah. someone who Raihan. belongs to Democrat Raihan. Raihan. Yeah, Raihan, what Chris Wallace is doing is stopping the fight because mm-hmm. Raihan is landing, because these chicks are emotional and he's factual. Right. That's what's happening. It strikes a lot of women and people of color a lot. It seems like standards are only applied when it comes to women and people of color. I have seen so many incompetent <laughs> men on boards of internet companies, and they always talk about, well, we're going to bring on a woman to be more diverse when they have basically driven a company into a wall. Do you and remember Ruth we Simmons, never the president judge, of Brown University? Use the word standards with white men. We just yes. don't. And, uh, and just merit don't and all these other- It's not true. The white guy was from Stanford was a white guy. Right. It's like, what are you talking about? And let me just say one other thing. The president of Brown University celebrated African American women. No one questioned her credentials, her excellence as a steward of that institution. 
to Claudine Gay was not a completely engineered. I mean, it was Chris Rufo said it. He actually admitted to the fact that this is matter, lady. Engineered. She's so breathless. And the fact that she's taking these lines that are just people's like Twitter hot takes where there's like, he said it. He yes, said what he yes. was doing. It reminds me of like when the Kyle Rittenhouse thing happened. And um, oh, yeah. I was in a, state lines. I was in like a mixed group of people. And a couple of us were really happy when Kyle Rittenhouse got off and they read his verdict and we were all thrilled. And like some of the other people that we were with were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you would, he crossed state lines. Yes. Like that's not even a <clears throat> thing, but you're just like taking this weird one-off line that you're hearing people say and repeating it. Like that's a thing. It's so strange. The thing that I uh, hate to say else is that we mm -hmm. have to do the chat chat. There's only one message. Um, and then we have to, we can continue this. We need to go, yeah. We need to continue over there. I also want to talk statues. Yes. And there was one, one other thing that we said, that we were talking about that they said like our editorial process or our editorial board process. You and I, the story you and I were talking about today. We were definitely were into it. It was huge. Anyway, we'll figure it out on the okay. other side. What is the hot sauce sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat. I just watched Isabella Maria DeLuca make a cherry tart. Here we go. On Twitter. And mm -hmm. guess what? What? Boobs. <laughs> yeah, Boobs. It's true. Oh, that's right. And at least another pair. Um, Toast is denying that she also sent out. I, I My moles tell me that that is incorrect. At least, uh, yes, Alice uh, went out there into the arena. Uh, Womanano, Womano, V Womano. You think she's sending Dr. Toast pictures? No, I think that Dr. Toast, much like you, maybe also sent pictures out there. Who knows? Uh, we've seen a side of you, Alice, that, you know what? You fight for your man. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. It's nice to be considered woman candy sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, thank oh, you no, so no, much. No. Wait. We're going to start oh. from the beginning. Okay. You stay there. You okay. get over there. Um, thank you, of course, so much for listening. If you are watching on Patreon, just stay there. We'll also put this up on Patreon for everybody. That's patreon.com slash Burn Barrel for some extra content each week in the live streams and stuff like that. Um, you can also, of course, watch and listen to the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to where to listen. They're on YouTube. They're on Rumble, all places like that. And we'll see you soon. Say la vie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.